Are you thinking about implementing your own smart home? Not sure of what you want to control or how to start? Do you want your smart home to respond to your voice like it does in the movies or television? Well, you found the right podcast, Tech Bytes with Ron Netter. As a best-selling author, speaker, and YouTuber, he will help you explore the different options available. And now, here's your host, Ron. Do you want to extend your smart home network? Do you want to use the cable TV coax in your home? Well, stay tuned, and I'm going to show you how to do this with something called Go Coax. Welcome to another edition of Tech Bytes with Ron Nutter, your home for all things relating to smart home technology. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to extend your smart home network using GoCoac. Hi, I'm Ron Nutter, and we will be working on this together. This content is available as an Amazon flash briefing or podcast. Please go to techbytesWithRonNutter.com for more information. For any items mentioned in this episode, there are affiliate links in the description. If you click on these links, I will get a small commission, but that won't affect the price you pay for the item. If you want to get notified when new content is uploaded, please click on subscribe and enable notifications. Now, here's what we'll be covering in this video, and that's how to extend your smart home network using something called GoCoax. Well, you may have not heard of this before, so we're going to talk about what is GoCoax. We're going to go over the required items you're going to need to have. We're going to be identifying each coax segment because it's probably not going to be able because let's face it, that's not something that's high on the cable TV companies list and then we'll talk about how to implement it we always probably need to extend our network whether it's through wireless or wired and sometimes wired is going to be a little bit better or at least give you some options so what is go coax go coax is a device that takes your cable tv coax and lets you run ethernet over it now here, here's the the irony in all this when i got started in networking we were running it with coax and then we went to Unshielded twisted pair or the cat five cat six cabling you see today because that was better Well now we're coming full circle and we're going back to coax It's an ideal medium to work with because it is shielded So there's gonna be times when especially if you're near electrical lines in the house This may give you a little better performance and you see it's very straightforward to do You've got your rj45 jack. You've got the power jack for the wall wart that comes with it you can wall mount this because you can see there's ways you can mount it on the wall either either by putting screws in or using some double-sided uh, tape now there are two f connector terminals on here now you're going to see that one is labeled mocha and one is labeled tv that's going to be something you need to watch you'll normally run the cabling to mocha and then this one has a pass-through that then you can go on tv so you don't have to have extra cabling on you can use what you've already got because this device is going to use unused channels on the cable so that you can be still running tv and doing everything else that you need to have now the required items for this are going to be a few you've got go coax that you're gonna have you're gonna have, to have at least two of these minimum because you gotta have one at each end and you can actually have multiple of these on the same network now this will have a two and a half gigahertz backbone even though each one of these coax connectors only has a one gig connection and they do have a model of this that if you want higher speed and you go up to two and a half gig then you can do that realize that that's a kind of a shared connection on the back end so if you've got say 10 gigs worth of data being trying to push through and you only got two and a half gigs things are going to get throttled down and that's why i went with just the one gig connections because that way i've still on a point to point link i've still got capacity and even if i add a couple of more again i'm still going to have plenty of room and it pretty much is a plug 
and play situation. And I hate using that term, but in this case, it's it's very accurate. Something to keep in mind, and I'm gonna go over here to the GoCoX website. Now, here's the drawing on their website, and it's they've got a lot of very good information on here. Let's go here to the module we're using, which is the WF803M. I'd love to know how they came up with some of the naming convention. This gives you an idea of what you're looking at. Now, this is where the connection is going to come from the outside. And there's two ways this can be done. Now, I don't have any cable TV running anymore and I don't have satellite TV anymore. So all the coax is just sitting there unused. But if you are still using the cabling, you need to put, especially if you're running from a cable TV company, you will need to put a mocha filter back here because you don't want that network information leaving your house. And that's because it's basically cable, co cable coax is a, is a shared medium. So you'll want to put a block there to make sure that that's protected. And then when you set up the connection between the different units that you actually can have encryption between those. So if you've got a live to cable TV connection, you need to do two things. You need to put a mocha filter on it. They're, they're less than 10 bucks. Well, I'll have a link in the show notes. Then you'll want to put encryption onto these. But if you're doing like I am, and we'll have a, a clip here in just a second to show you how I'm doing it. I'm doing a point to point link. So a, a lot of this really doesn't apply to me. So I've got just these two units going point to point. Eventually I'll add others. There is a coax toner that you will want to get again, very reasonable for Amazon because you'll help you identify each segment. And then I would label it. If you've got a labeling machine, if not go get one. And that way, any troubleshooting you need to do from that point on will be a lot easier. You'll know which cable goes to what segment. Well, now we're down to where all the cable TV coax is in the basement of my house. As you can see, I've had a few things happen over the years. This is the one that the cable company put in. And then a little bit after that, I had satellite. So of course they had to have theirs. Problem is neither one of those passes the mocha signals. So what I went and did is I toned out using that cable toner. This is the one where it goes up to the front of the house. And then this one that didn't get labeled is the one that goes to the studio. That is going to get labeled. But what I did is I put an inline, what I call an inline barrel connector, just bringing those two segments together because there was no reason to put a new splitter in. If you do put a splitter in, then you need to get one that's going to be capable of mocha. But for just a point to point connection, what you see here on the left is more than sufficient. And that got things up and running and I'm getting just absolute fantastic speed. So I've got nothing to complain about. Implementing GoCoax could not be easier. Basically, it comes up hard coded at 192.168.254.254. Now you can put multiple of these online. You can put multiple GoCoax devices online same time you can only get to the one nearest you as far as if you're plugged in to the one right on your desk let's say that's the unit you'll be initially able to reach until we make another change the user manual gives you the default usernames and password now I was changing mine because I don't use 192.168. So basically what I went and did is I went into device settings, device settings, and I changed the IP address. Now, this is after I had temporarily readdressed the network adapter in the computer I was using, changed this to what I wanted it to be, told it to use static, told it we wanted Mocha Telnet available. I'm It's the area I'm still going to work with. I haven't used that yet. And then save and then reboot. Don't change your 
adapter IP address just yet. Once this device comes back online, and it's about 20 seconds or so, and it will come back online. When you see all the status lights go up, then you're good. Then go back to that same address, 192.168.254.254, and you can talk to the device on the other end. And I'm assuming at this point, this is only a two device setup. Then you can change its address and reboot. And that way, from this point on, you can see I'm referencing this by the address of what I've set up on my network. That's all I've done at this point. And it gives you a good idea right here if you're having any traffic problems. If you see bad or dropped, you may have some cabling issues. Could be just as simple as using a different barrel connector. And that barrel connector is and you saw this in the video where we showed the, the wiring that I'm dealing with, it lets you put two coax segments together. Maybe it's just there's some oxidation in the connection. It'd take a little bit of troubleshooting, but you may get lucky and right out of the gate do exactly what needs to be up and running. It gives you a good idea if there's any problems. If you start seeing a lot of these, you may have too much traffic running on it. It could indicate a cabling problem. But now here is the icing on the cake and we will go to speed test. Now I'm on Google Fiber, full disclosure, and Let's see what I see in terms of connection speeds. We gotta let it connect here and then I have seen higher. I have seen nearly a gig in transfer right now. This is from my computer that's hardwired in to the network. And you can see it's running about 915, 920. And that's not bad. I mean, I, I've had a little bit higher, but I'm happy at over 900. I did no configuration and this came up and running right out of the gate. So you can't ask for any better than that. You can do multiple versions of this as far as you can't have like three, four. You just need to watch since you only have a two and a half gig backbone connection between all the devices that you don't try to push more traffic than that if you are on a live coax connection situation where you've got a, your, the feed coming from t cable tv company you need to do two things number one you need to put a mocha filter on the connection leaving the house so that you don't send your network traffic to others neighbor who might have the same device second of all you will probably need to change the splitter because not all splitters pass the frequency range that go coax uses and you'll see a link in the show notes to one possible candidate you may have to get a bigger one you'll need to look for something that is mocha compliant or compatible pick your verbiage and that way it will come up and running you can use existing coax to watch tv and share your network connection now they do have a module or a unit rather that will have a two and a half gig ethernet connection on it that one unlike the one that we've seen here that has the two connections on it the one that has the two and a half gig ethernet connection only has the one f connector on it so you're going to have to do a splitter at that point and, and the key thing to remember is if you've never worked with splitters before you want to keep your use of splitters to an absolute minimum because each time you put one in there's going to be a degradation in the signal level on the cable so the whole key there is to minimize any disruption that you're going to have you've seen the results of the speedtest.net that fairly common what i normally see i mean and that's the tell right there now of course now granted once it leaves the google fiber network that i'm on it's going to drop down a little bit but at least locally that's a decent speed to a server that's in my metro area so as you can see this is very straightforward to put together anybody can do this you just plug it in and go and if you don't want to get into the management pages then that's fine you don't even have to change the settings if you're watching this on YouTube, you will see videos on the screen that are similar to the one you've just watched or other content that YouTube thinks you might be interested in. If this video helps you or provides value, please click on that like button, thumbs up, 
If you haven't already subscribed to the channel, please click on subscribe now and enable notifications. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the Tech Bites with Ron Nutter podcast. If you know someone who's interested in creating their own smart home, please share this show with them. Please subscribe on iTunes or Google Podcasts and leave us a review. Have questions? Contact Ron at questions at techbiteswithronnutter.com. He looks forward to sharing more incredible insights on the next episode.